and welcome back to another episode of Keith and Raven Beyond the Altar. Today we are going to um, continue on with a new conversation. Uh, if you follow my wife on Instagram, you'll probably know what it is. But if not, um, the topic that we're going to be talking about today is the silent treatment and how it is uh, widely misused within relationships and marriage especially. And to be very honest with you, it is definitely a form of abuse emotional abuse I honestly did not know this like I told you before I was um just gonna post that video and then the Holy Spirit was just like look it up and I actually look it up and I'm like oh my god there are legit articles and studies on the silent treatment and that's what I'm excited to hear today because um you know my wife has been she's she put in you know research on this to really make sure it was really backed up. So, you know, I'm excited to hear the stats because it's going to be a fresh conversation for both of us that we're having uh, in front of all you guys now. So let's just be clear. There is a huge difference between being silent and holding your tongue because you don't want to say anything rude and being silent to manipulate someone into conceding or apologizing. So And, you know, like the... um, I'll say from from my understanding on it before we even get into the stats, the difference that I noticed between the two, because that was the main argument in your comment section um, was that, oh, no, it's, it's more mature if you need your space and you need time before you can come to an art. Uh, I'm sorry, come to uh, a discussion than to, to have your own space. And the reason why having your own space is going to be extremely different than the silent treatment is because the silent treatment comes with no explanation. It it really is more in a in a childish sense. I mean, like because I mean, even children will tell another child, "I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to play with you." They'll at least give some type of communication to let you know how they feel. Versus um, some of us, as we are leading into adulthood and maybe in adulthood and in adult relationships, we just try to go silent without at least communicating that to our friend, partner, uh, spouse, whatever it may be that hey you know what 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 happened irritated me a lot and it's probably best if i don't talk right now um just to make sure i gather my thoughts and make sure i don't say the wrong thing while i may still be angry or feeling some type of way right so let's be clear on the definition of the silent treatment um it is when someone purposefully cuts off communication with someone to try to change them or manipulate one's behavior that is the definition of the silent treatment. Right. Um, and it's really funny because when you think about it, it's something that we all do and it's something that we all have learned. Yeah. I mean, I connected with someone, um, you know, on TikTok and she was like, oh my God, like I learned this from my father. And she actually, br- you know, sparked a light upon me because I was like, oh my God, I actually learned this from my dad. This is something I learned from my father you know, after an argument or during an argument, you know, my parents would, my mom would be the one to talk. And then all of a sudden my dad would shut down and then he would purposely act, act as if she wasn't there. I mean, this is, it's just my story, but at the end of the day, like I learned that from my own father. Um, I don't know about you, like, um, you know, I, I, to a certain extent, yes. Uh, silent treatment and i guess you could say you know shutting down is something that is very similar although they're they're different when you get down to the fundamentals of it but um 
for the most part very similar i did learn that and you know from really like uh silence a lot from men you know within my family because in most cases it's like okay i'm not about to you know go back and forth with somebody or you know it's it's a lack of i had i didn't necessarily get the silent treatment lesson i more so learned you know the shutting down side of it so i have not had that that experience of necessarily the silent treatment no um but yeah i mean i definitely feel like it is something that is obviously passed down most of our actions as adults are something that we've learned from other people and it's just something that we carry on um whether it be you know generational curses within our own lineage that you know we just need to break those down or whether it just be you know the the people that you're that you've grown up around it takes a village and people say that because it's more than just the parents that are going to raise a child. It's it's the friends that they hang around, the influences that are in their community and influences that they're exposed to. Um, so all that stuff plays a part. Well, I guess we can go into why it's considered wrong. Um, psychologists have actually called this wrong because healthy communication um, is key and vital mm-hmm. in any relationship. The silent treatment toxifies communication and gives one leverage over the other. That is why it's wrong. And I, I completely understand that because I, I honestly like that would that would be the reason why I would give you the silent treatment is so that you can apologize to me. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like after a while, um, anybody and I know you've been on the receiving end of, of silent treatment, whether it be from me or from somebody else, um, you know, after a while, you just get tired of feeling like, OK, this is just going on ridiculously long. Like I'll go ahead and apologize and we just get over this. And you know, at the, at the same time you're like, right. Okay. Like, is it, you do question like the fairness in it. Like, how is this really fair? Like, yes, I understand I was wrong, but we were both wrong. So why do I have to apologize or have to come to you first? Um, when we could have just came together and just talked about it. And that's the thing. Like it takes two seconds to just say, hey, I don't feel like, you know, having this discussion right now. I cannot talk mm-hmm. right now. I'm not going to say what is going to, you know, be edifying right. and uplifting. You no. know, not saying, you know, like in the heat of the moment, like you're going to be you going to say it like that. I'm just saying like it would take. It takes literally two seconds to say that. And it, it really shows our immaturity when we're choosing to just shut down like that and literally choosing to murder someone in our head. You're literally cutting someone out of your life for just a moment and burying them. Especially like as we've progressed within our our marriage and stuff like that. Um, some people that are close to us may know how our arguments used to be. And and we used to, you know, really deal with that a lot, you know, on one side or the other, um, whether it be, you know, um, my wife with the silent right. treatment or me, you know, with the shutting down. Like we both had it to a certain extent. And, you know, thank God now we're to the point to where we are able to say, OK, you know, look, what you said irritated me right now is not the right time for us to talk. So give me a minute and we'll come back and talk and to do that you know yes takes maturity on on the side of the person that's saying okay i want to change from doing the silent treatment but it also takes maturity from the other person uh as well to be able to say okay 
it's not about them trying to make it be on their time. Um, because after dealing with, you know, somebody giving you the silent treatment and only speaking to you when they feel like they want to speak to you for a while, it does make you feel like I, I have to do everything on their time. And that's not fair. But, you know, um, there's also maturity that you have to have as a person receiving that that other side of the conversation right. when somebody tells you, I don't want to talk about it right now because I don't want it to go to a different level. It shouldn't go to that. It's like the that person seeing the progress that they're making to at least be able to voice that to you in a calm manner and let you know, hey, I want to handle this better, um, you know, is a huge statement of growth that they've made. And so you have to respect that and not not take it so sensitively, I guess you could say, to think like, oh, they're just trying to make stuff happen on their time. It's like, no, they are making an effort to make sure this relationship does not take a turn going south just because of this disagreement. But let me let me go ahead and um, get into the notes because I have right, right. a couple questions. Um, somebody. <laughs> We have some questions from some people um, because I released that video. But um, the silent treatment has been identified as a pattern in most negative and toxic relationships. Check this out. Psychologists looked at over 100 married couples to keep track of their marital status and conflict. Upon these researchers, they found a demand withdrawal pattern of marital dissatisfaction and symptoms of spousal depression. Demand withdrawal, um, to get, clarify, is um, when one individual attempts to demand um, change from their spouse by withdrawing from the conflict, by walking away, being silent, or pretending to ignore the other person. And it has also been stated by Professor Kipling Williams, a psychologist at Purdue University. This He said that even if the silent treatment is brief, it activates a part of your brain that acknowledges pain. You know, I guess like when you when you really think about it and, and go in depth on it, um, it really is like that because it really does make you feel like like, dang, like you can really just walk past me, not say nothing like you hear me talking. I know you do. And you could just act as though I'm not there. I could see how and I could, you know, even just thinking back on right. those times myself, like it really does make you feel like, dang, like, OK, that's how much I mean at this point, like whether we're in an argument or not. I would I would want to make sure that I, you know, mean more than that to you. Right. And I, I think, too, um, now that I think back on it, after reading those articles, I was like, dang, like I could see why you get upset. Like, you know, you would get upset whenever I did that. You know, you would be like, so you just going to ignore me? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, yeah, because you're not understanding what I'm saying. But that's not the way to get somebody to understand what you're saying or to understand yeah. how you're feeling. Communication is key. And I, and I think like a lot of times um, for people I know with us, like how you just said, when you feel like you're misunderstood um, and, you know, at, at times I was not understanding where you're coming from. That leads a lot of people to go to the silent treatment. And that's something that I think we Oftentimes we let ourselves get frustrated with to the point to where it's like, OK, well, I'm going to just be silent because I'm not being understood. We don't grow closer together like that. Our biggest points of growth have just been mm -hmm. when we were able to just have that open line of communication. We're not worried about, you know, all, although, yes, um, you may not understand something. I, I'm willing to be patient to explain it further. And the same thing on your side, although I may not understand something. 
you're willing to be patient to explain it further. And we have grown so much more by doing it that way versus a silent treatment, because at the end of the day, we be silent um, because that person is not understanding where you're coming from. And there is still no understanding that is gained because we are sitting there not talking. Right. And I think a lot of people are getting this um, mixed up because I'm even now like I'm getting a ton of comments like right. stating like, you know, you need your space. Sometimes you just need to cool down. There is a complete difference. And not only that, like I said, it takes two seconds. But any, I, I do. We do have a question, um, a few questions. So. Somebody asked, what if they're a hothead and you're avoiding an argument because of your trauma response? You know, even if they're a hothead and, and baby, you'll be able to answer this because I, I think a lot of people are really shocked. Um, even when I speak with them in person and they're like, oh, like you used to be a hothead. Like that's that's very hard to, you know, expect. But my wife has mm-hmm. seen me like when I'm when I've been at my worst lashing out not only at other people but even at her uh within our arguments now before anybody calls 911 I have not put my hands on her I'm not talking about lashing out like that but as far as letting my anger get me to a point of yelling and and just you know being childish really she has dealt with me like that and you know the same on both of our sides we've we've grown a lot um to say the least we got married young so we've went through that in those times even though I may think that we we just had a, a disagreement on the subject that is very uh, emotionally tied to you, for example, or emotionally tied to me. It was much better for me to just say, look, I'm not about to talk about this because this is not going to go the right place. Even if that person is still mad to hear that you don't want to talk about it right then and there, it seems like they get over that anger a lot faster because then it's like, OK, they actually handled that really well. Why am I sitting up here acting like the child? Okay, then fine. I go apologize and let's go ahead and see if we can talk about this. Someone said, I only gave the silent treatment when I would find more messages from other women. If you keep finding more and more stuff, I mean, I think you need to, um, I would try and sit down with that person and figure out, okay, look, do you really want a monogamous relationship uh, to where we're just in this together? You know, that's it. and, And even then, it's kind of like saying, okay, I want to go tit for tat in that sense, because at the end of the day, wrong is wrong. What, what that person is doing by fine, by, you know, trying to sneak and have conversations with people he shouldn't, or she shouldn't be is wrong. But also you having a silent treatment is wrong as well, because in a sense you're doing it, um, from what it seems like, it seems like you'll be doing it in a way to try and get, get back at that person or get your way out the situation instead of, look like you know hey for one i don't want to talk about this right now but i you know when when i feel like i'm i'm ready and able to have a civilized conversation with you without me lashing out then i think that it'll be a good time for us to have that talk because right now if i try to it's going to go the wrong way i think that's what people uh, just don't understand is the communication and this is why a lot of relationships fail is because yeah. of communication there's a there's terrible communication issues and we've stated this before we've had that we we had that so it's it's and and you're always going to learn how to communicate with with each other over time every you know everybody changes every um each person is going to evolve you're not going to be the same person that you were five years ago maybe even a year ago so you're always going to learn how to communicate 
with someone or with your partner? It's so it's so much growth that happens, you know, from the time that y'all first meet each other. So at all times, the relationship is evolving. Communication is evolving. Understanding is evolving. Uh, so like you said, that's that's absolutely true. It's you know, you guys are it's a it's a continual journey of learning each other at all times, especially in the in the area of communication. <laughs> Someone said, dang, that's my go to. So <laughs> I don't say something <laughs> crazy now. To, <laughs> to be completely honest, it is a lot of people's go to because in a sense, we're taught if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. But we're not really taught how to tell somebody like, yo, like I'm not. I want to have this conversation. I need to have this conversation. But right now is not the time. We're not really taught at a young age how to convey that message across to anybody else. It's just, oh, if I don't have nothing nice to say, let me just stay quiet. And it it flaws us, uh, you know, to be able to communicate with people, tell people how we feel and and have a civilized conversation where at the end of it, no matter how I may have felt during that time, I can come back and have a talk with you. We can sit down and after everything is all done, life continues right. on like it never happened. Or we, we just notice the lessons that we learned from it and we, you know, we're back to our happy place. Right. And you have to look at it like this, like, okay, it, I and I am learning to look at it this way, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I am just now learning this um, for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're building a wall where you're literally not supposed to have a wall. Right. It might sound very hard to do because I get it. Like, you know, emotions are high. They run. They're going. But at the same time, you know, you have to remember you're an adult. You are married to someone who is doing life with you forever. Yeah. It's best to learn to communicate. They shouldn't have to break yeah. down any walls at all. Yeah. I mean, at least when it comes to communication. You know, the only walls that y'all should build up in your relationship is the walls that y'all are building together to keep other people out, to make sure that it's like, you know, we're building this fortress for our union, for our family and for God to be involved in it without the involvement of, of outside sources. Right. Boundaries. That's the only time wall. That, yeah, exactly. That'll be another podcast. for Yeah, right. Because we can go on and on about that one. But <laughs> But that's that's, you know, those are the only walls that should be built in a relationship. But we have to understand that 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 silent treatment is building a wall that is between two people that should really be together. And then, too, like the kids are feeling it. if you're married, Mm -hmm. like you're teaching your children exactly how to be that way. Like and if if you're listening, you don't believe that. Look back at the people that you learn how to do the silent treatment from. In most cases, it's people that you grew up in that same household or you grew up closely around, you know, and and those habits rubbed off on you because at one point you looked at that as being okay. It's definitely not okay. (laughs) I think we've reiterated that in this podcast. It's not okay. (laughs) Not okay. But honestly, (laughs) I think, you know, although we have said that a lot, it was a lot of people that argue that it is okay and so it is yeah literally in my comments there's they're blowing up like stating like this is okay this is toxic you're taking this completely like for real they're always saying that my posts cause abuse and it's like no it doesn't i think it's hard to take that gut check every now and again and realize like i gotta change something that i'm super used to doing especially because i know it somewhat gives me a win when it comes down to disagreements arguments feeling some type of way 
you know, to, to give up that tactic that you feel like has given you a win for so long, whether it truly has or it hasn't, it's tough for a lot of people. And then on top of that, like you're only, it's only going to get worse. It's going to fester. It's not going to get any better. It just seems like it's just a blanket. And then you're going to continue to use the silent treatment while your spouse continues to concede and never really understand where you're coming from. That's, that's the thing that people really have to, you know, figure out how to deal with and figure out how to navigate around really understanding the true wins and and understanding the true losses and having that discernment to truly tell because you know some of our best wins that we are ever going to have are going to feel like losses at first but sometimes it takes for you to stick it out um doing the right thing to truly see in the end that okay this was for my betterment this was for for me to learn something this was for me to break down that stronghold that like we said earlier uh, really does have a generational stronghold on a lot of people, whatever may be rooted in that silent tree. Okay, so Colossians 3.19 says, it says, husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. That can go both ways. You know, at the end of the day, when you are using the silent treatment, you're actually causing someone to be bitter. I never thought of it that way. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to fix anything. So, I mean, that that's Colossians 319. So on both sides, no matter who is doing it, it's showing a complete, uh, you know, ignorance to those those rules, if you if you will, that the Bible is speaking on of what your responsibilities are as a husband or a wife uh, on a wife's side. It shows a lack of respect. And, you know, and, and for for husbands, you know, that's not that's definitely not the way that Christ would ever show love to the church and has ever showed love to the church. Um, you know, that's, that shows a lack of devotion shows a lack of, um, you know, protection as well, because how, how are you going to make somebody feel protected within a household, let alone a simple conversation? If you can shut them out like that, you know, it, it, it makes a person feel like my, my thoughts and my emotions are, are in a sense homeless and does not have a place to reside at all, you know, other than just my mind, but to somebody that I should be able to vent to. I want to thank each and every person that has been given feedback, both in person, in the comments. And, and and I say that to even the people that may have had, um, you know, some criticism, some constructive criticism. We truly appreciate it because at the end of the day, we're always trying to grow. We're always trying to grow our topics, our conversations, because we want to open this up to have open dialogue, not just between me and my wife, but we really want to invite y'all in to be able to share y'all opinions on things in a respectful manner, obviously. But, you know, share your opinion on things so that way, as a people, we can help each other grow. And, you know, hopefully through these conversations, we can be uh, a a guiding light unto unto Jesus Christ and and lead you to, you know, find better understanding through your relationship with him on some of these topics as well for you and your spouse or you and your friends, whoever you're, you know, dealing with and who this topic may help you out with and any other topic actually right so at the end of the day don't use a silent treatment even if he or she doesn't agree with you getting pizza for that day that night whatever it is for dinner don't (laughs) use the silent treatment but thank you guys so much we really hope you guys enjoyed we enjoyed having this conversation with you guys in front of you guys or however you're listening to us right now. So we just really can't wait to come back with the next topic, the next podcast, and be on the lookout for my wife's next video. Promise you won't let me down.